Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking to Matt from Siren Craft Brewery about virtual events in the brewing world. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Right, so Joanne and I were just talking about the, uh, so I got both of us the, uh, the Enter Strata or Strata, how would you I'd choose? I'd say Strata, but I said Strata. Strata. Yeah, we were, we were going Strata, Strata? I think I said Strata, but Strata, yeah. And then, I'm sorry, Strata. <laughs> and then I also got, because, so she's not as into hoppy beers as I am, she's more into stout. All right. So basically, I made us both happy by going one hazy IPA. Yeah. And I got the Midnight Mischief. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So, oh, that's, so that's what we thought we would drink. So, do you want to give us the uh, quick elevator pitch for anyone that hasn't heard me preach about Siren constantly? I mean, I'm wearing the T-shirt. I've got the glass um, ready to go. Elevator <laughs> pitch of who you are, what you do. Tell us about you. Yeah, so um, so Simon Crafty, we're based in Finch Hampstead, um, which is near Reading. Um, we've been going since 2013, so um, going pretty strong now. Um, founded by Darren, um, who's our, our owner. Um, yeah, back in 2013, started the brewery with, um, with Brian, who um, was our first ever head brewer. Um, he'd been brewing beers in, in Europe with, um, I think, Mikula and Evil Twins, so came from a really good kind of pedigree and background. Um, and I think, the, you know, the, the whole point of our brewery is to kind of produce these really bold, kind of interesting, like, layered, complex beers. In fact, the first ever beer that we brewed was Maiden, um, you know, our barley wine. Um, so um, it's, it's a bit of signal of intent, really, isn't it, when um, open a new brewery and rather having, like, a, a you know, a, a beer that's going to please everyone that you can sell a load on. No, let's just brew a barley wine. Nice. It's a bold um, move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, and that's just kind of where that's where we've been, you know, going from from since then. Um, obviously, we've got our kind of five core range beers. So we've got Lumina, which is our newest uh, session IPA, Soundwave, which is our flagship IPA, um, Yulu, which is our Earl Grey Pale Ale, Calypso, which is our dry hot sour, um, and Broken Dream, um, which I'm sure you're probably all familiar with, um, which is our you know, um, our breakfast stout, which won the 2018 Supreme Champion Beer of Britain. So we've got like a really cool core range that kind of go across all the stars. So um, they're, they're great entry-level beers. So anyone who wants to venture into the world of craft, but there's also something there for even, you know, the hardened, uh, most hardened craft beer nerds as well. So um, great, got that great range. Um, and then we brew a lot specials throughout the year i think last year we brewed um 101 different beers in total oh wow that's really wow. good going yeah, for last year. <laughs> yeah i mean that's it's two a week really. yeah. Um, yeah i know because i was buying them two a week <laughs> <laughs> the email to come out like what's coming out this week i'm so excited <laughs> and, isn't it? and it's, it's really it's really difficult for i mean obviously everyone to keep it including us you know people are asking me about the beers and how we brewed them i'm like right Okay, what one was that? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, because there's so many, and, and and they're all they're all completely different, you know, in their own right. And we had something from a, you know, from our two point eight percent micro IPA, all the way up to a thirteen and a half percent twenty four months barrel aged milk stout, um, in you know, in various different adjuncts and things. So, yeah, there's a we there's a beer for everyone, um, you know, and I think. Um, you know, I think yeah, there, there is definitely something for everyone at Siren, um, for sure. So, so yeah, that Siren, yeah, really exciting. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess you know we're fairly old school, um, you know, in in the craft beer scene, um, and you know, probably the most established in Reading. But you know, we all know that Reading's got an amazing beer scene. There's some fantastic breweries and venues and people. Um, so, so yeah. That's 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 Simon really, I guess, in a nutshell. Yeah, so that's that's brilliant. Thank you for that. And um, so, really, <coughs> your job, you you've been the events. 
Bannon person, haven't you? Yeah, so... Very exciting <laughs> I, 2020. <laughs> I landed my dream job uh, as an events manager at my favourite brewery two weeks before lockdown. Um, oh, no. And there is a bit of banter in the office that I am the worst events manager they ever had. <laughs> <laughs> my first job was to cancel all the brewery tours, you know, oh, cancel no. all the hotels for all the different festivals we had. Um, yeah. Um, That's like the destroyer of fun. You come in and you go, hotels, we're done. Not happening. Yeah. Brewery tours, not happening. It's done. <laughs> yeah. In, you know, in fact, uh, at first we were just we were just cancelling the brewery tours, you know, month by month because we're thinking – Oh, you know, not this will blow over, but like, I don't think any of us thought, you know, we would be in this situation still. So, um, and it got to the point where we just, we were like, you know what, we'll just cancel everything. No one can book anything because we just don't know how long this yeah. is going, going on for. But so, yeah, my my job should be events. Um, but, you know, there's there's always something to do in the brewery, I think is, um, you know, is, is the main thing. And um, I kind of, Jess and I had to kind of move the tap yard guys over to web orders, so we've essentially been looking after that. Um, but doing some events as as and when we as we, as when we can. So yeah. So I think uh, like kind of a lot of a lot of breweries are in your your position as well. I mean, every brewery is more or less in your position, and and I, I think we're all in agreement when we say that I don't think any of us thought we'd be sort of where we are at this point. And um, I think Siren's definitely taken a lot of bold risks like you your Lumina you decide to launch the new core range beer in the middle of pandemic so that was a uh, that was good yeah what could possibly go wrong right but no that was really fun and I think that was probably one of our kind of the first big foray that we did into because that was an all digital launch you know we launched you know we did everything from the press release to everything was done on on zoom and, and various things so I think that was the first kind of big thing uh, that came from last year, really. Yeah, and I don't know. So it gave me my favourite glass that I use all the time. Um, cool, I love it. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I use it all the time because I just, it's the, shape, it's the shape of it in general. I'm like, ah, I love it. Um, and I don't know, Joe, if you, if you knew this, but basically, obviously, when Lumina launched, you did, Matt, uh, an event with Dr. Becky, who's an astrophysicist, and it was really, really cool. So I remember doing that, and you would love her, Joe, because she is so smart. She is just the coolest. So um, tell us about that event. That was that was yeah, cool. she's incredible. I did. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, that was in in terms of how that event was planned. It was it was a bit of everything, and that was really mainly um, Andy, our marketing manager's kind of idea. And it all kind of um, all kind of stem from obviously um, you know Lumina the the artwork is very much based on the stars and it's our shining light. Um, and Andy remembered we went back to his childhood where he had this planisphere. I think he got a free planisphere from a magazine yes. or something like that. Behind me at the moment. Yeah. So and <laughs> and he was like, like, we could do like a live stargazing night, which was like the whole concept was mad especially as you can spend months planning it and then the night's cloudy and you can't see any stars. But, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we, we kind of went with it. Um, yeah, Dr. Becky got involved. Um, and she is incredible, isn't she? She's just like... She's awesome. She I is think so she was cool. Talking and then I was just like... I mean, Tim was answering all the questions. We had a bit of a technical issue where I, I couldn't talk anyway, but I was just like, <laughs> if I could listen to her forever. Um, and yeah, it was just such, such a fun night um and, and the kind of the packs were great with you know the, the marshmallows and the planosphere and every, you know everything just based around you know stargazing and I think on the on the night for the most part the weather was brilliant so people were sitting outside and toasting their marshmallows drinking beers and looking at the stars so yeah looking back at it it seems so long ago but um yeah that was such a cool event yeah, and I, and I think what's really brilliant, and um, so Joanne and I were talking about, and obviously Joe can elaborate on this uh, further, but we were sort of talking about how, 
well, COVID's not been great. And the fact that we have to be at home is not great. Um, for two of us that work full time and try to balance lots of different things at once, including this podcast, um, there's been events that we probably wouldn't have been able to do, like weeknight events or even events that are like we did collab fest um, because we could do that at home now instead of going to London. And it it made it almost more accessible for two really busy people. I mean, that's for me, I felt like having events like that with Dr. Becky, that was so cool because it was so, um, she was so intelligent. I felt like I was learning so much. I was drinking great beer and I felt that I didn't have to run around or go, oh, I'm now going to have to try to drive home. Or, I mean, like Joe, you you can elaborate more on that, I think. Yeah, just because it, it, I think I'm down in Kent, so we've not got any, any of the big boys down our way. You know, oh, we've got Shepherd Neem, but they are not doing anything online. <laughs> so it's, I think yeah. from my point of view, I've been able to get involved in a lot of things without having to, you know, at the minute you don't really want to have to worry about using public transport, just, you know, just for that extra layer of safety. Um, so being able to do lots of different digital events and, and virtual events has been really good. Like, so we did Brew Dogs Club Fest. That would normally take me, I worked it out and my closest Brew Dog bar is, two and a half hours away um you know, if it, you include like going to the station going from the station to the next one like and that so that's a big chunk of the day traveling to it um but I've also enjoyed like some of uh, and you've opened up with your things and like so breweries like Wild Beer Co have opened up their barrel store and you've seen really exciting things like that like where have you that idea kind of almost came out of the blue, would you say, for the Lumina one? Like, how are you then? How did you then come up with your next ideas? Yeah, I think um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the Lumina one was big, and I think we'd we. I'm trying to think timeline now because everything seems such a blur. But yeah. I think <laughs> every day is the same now, isn't it? It's <laughs> next. Yeah, I think before that we'd maybe done a few. And that, no, we definitely had because we'd done a, a virtual tasting or a, um, a, a drink along with um, one of our California IPAs. I think it was Every Minute Matters. Um, and that was that was our first kind of, and I think that's what gave us the confidence to go really big with Luna. And I think we sold over a thousand packs for people to get involved. So, wow. um, and I, I forget how, I mean, I think the majority of those joined in at, at, you know, at some point during the event, because it went on for a couple of hours. Um, and then to, it kind of gave us the confidence for that. And then obviously after, after, um, after Lumina, we had pretty much the confidence to go and do anything, but yeah, you're right. It, it did kind of come out of the blue because, um, the, I can, I think the problem we had was, and it's, it's a good problem to have, but, um, because we all moved over to lockdown, we moved to shipping orders and then people can come to the brew. We were so busy with that and just trying to keep up with everything. We weren't really necessarily, I don't know if we were thinking, you know, like all about all these cool things we could do, but we kind of adjusted to, to the, the change, you know, web orders. Um, Cause we went from, you know, maybe 50 a month to around about 250 a day. So yeah. we had the time to adjust and, and then kind of sit back and think, um, but we did, we kind of tried to mix it up between small little events like Instagram lives. So I've been doing those and we've, you know, we've, we've talked to some really great breweries and people, um, talked to Firestone Walker, Mikola, um, Melissa Cole, um, uh, Cigar City. So some really big breweries that have got yeah. involved, which is fantastic, but they're just kind of the small little fun events. And then we've gone from doing other like, live tastings um so then most recently um we did a beer and cheese pairing we're doing another one for valentine's day which would be great fun so i can't really think at what point after that that it was like right this is this is what we you know this is going to be big for us this is what we're going to do and i think we just that just gave us the confidence to kind of just come up with some really kind of cool ideas pretty much yeah so we've done lots of uh we did a the obligatory quiz night um we did one of those um you know and, and all just anything really that we think you know would be a bit of fun and you know what what would I like to do um you know that can either give me a whole night's entertainment or you know just a 15 minute distraction from just the monotony of 
sitting at home on the couch watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Does the does the beer inspire it in any way? Um. So yeah, I mean, so the, we tie we try and tie them into so, at least something that's happening. So you know, whether we are launching a beer with a brewery um or whether a brewery's got something exciting to talk about um you know for example um the beer and cheese pairing we're doing for valentine's day that was kind of inspired by the fact that i wanted to do another one we're like well i mean you can just do them for the fun of it but it's always nice when there's like a reason and i was like valentine's is gonna be really boring this year because you can't (laughs) go out for a meal and Yeah, you can sit at home and cook a nice meal, but I've been doing that for a year. It's, yeah. it's no longer like it's yeah. not novelty anymore. <laughs> no, like I, you know, amount of dinners that me and my fiance have cooked together, it's just really. Yeah, got to um, do it again. So I was like, "What can we do?" So it was like beer and cheese pairing, you know, and we can send it out to everyone, and um, it's like a couple's thing, so you can sit down together. You can watch us talk about beer and cheese. You can get involved or you can just listen along. Um, you know, and I thought that would be great fun because it's a, a bit of a distraction from the fact that we're having to spend Valentine's Day locked in. Um, if you normally like going out for it or doing something, some people aren't bothered, but it's a distraction from that. But it's also something just a little bit different. Um, sure. so yeah, it's, it's usually based around something, an event or a beer, um, you know, um, we've got a, a beer coming out with Andy from Elusive this Friday, and I'm probably going to be chatting to him on Instagram about it. Um, so it's normally based around something like that, but otherwise just a cool idea or just having a bit of fun, really. And that's it. I think I remember um, doing the On the Bubble tasting with you guys and, and mm. the, where you did, um, like you mentioned earlier, with Green Cheek for the Every Minute Matters. And I really like that because I if I'm honest, I don't remember at the point of which you started doing it. I'm sure other breweries were doing live tastings as well, but in my brain, I just, there weren't too many that were saying we're going to do this and we're going to do a taste and get the beer that I can think of at that point in time. So it was just really nice because you're, you're talking about sort of date nights. And I remember saying to my husband, like, look, come on, they're going to do this taste and we can sit together. We can do this tasting together. Um, and it was just something really nice and different. And, you know, it, it was, Yes, you can drink for any reason. However, it kind of gave you a bit more of a purpose to drink. So you weren't just almost drinking for the sake of it. You were like, oh, cool, this is an activity now. So it felt a bit more special than just, yeah, I'm cracking open a beer now and sitting here and drinking it just because I can. (laughs) It's something to look forward to as well, isn't it? Because we normally do these tastings maybe a couple of weeks after people have bought bought the beer. So you know, we were having a lot of our customers, they're buying two or three of the beers and yeah, they were having it as soon as they came through, but they'd save, save a can for the live event or, you know, they'd, they'd be really good and not try it and they'd drink along. So, you know, again, it was something else to kind of look forward to and to give people that extra kind of element. But also, you know, you know, drinking along with people makes you feel like you're down the pub again, maybe. <laughs> yeah yeah and like I said you like you could sit there and go well I guess I'll just drink this by myself but it makes you feel a bit more sociable while you're doing it yeah. don't just go I'm just cracking a beer open at you know six o'clock on a even though it's a Friday six o'clock on a Friday just because just because I can you were like no no I've got a reason to do it now I'm drinking with other people even if they're strangers and it was just nice because there was also you guys were doing it sort of on YouTube where you could have comments and interact with people and it, and it felt a bit more interactive than just drinking it by yourself and posting up on Facebook and eventually having a conversation with someone it, it, it was it was really good and I think it was it hit at the right time where people were just starting to get bored of the lockdown and the weather was nice but we couldn't have people around and it was just incredibly frustrating so I know f- from my standpoint I really enjoyed those because I said it, it was a date night for me and my husband who couldn't go out and do something so it was just something a bit different to do so yeah and, and when you did the um so recently you guys did the dinner that you had with um you did the beers and Maka Malaysia did the meal I have yep. been dying for something like that for ages and I've told so many people over the last few months how much I wanted to do it so when you said oh we might have an event coming up I was so excited because I love food I love good food that food was amazing um the beer 
paired perfectly with it and it was just something different <laughs> it was something nice and different as a date night I remember you posting on the forum and actually saw it because that was something that I'd been trying to plan with them for a while and um you know and I guess kind of going back to you saying that that Siren were pretty much on it right from the start and you know I, I don't want to say we were the first brewery to be doing this or that but I know we were in it quite early but we are also in the fortunate position that they had me on board, you know, they had an events manager because I'd imagine that most breweries that maybe if they were lucky enough to have one would have probably had to furlough them because of the situation. Um, whereas I was, you know, obviously able to help out with other stuff for the brewery and kind of using, use my kind of, my kind of knowledge from other kind of jobs that I've had, but also at the same time come up with these ideas. So I think we were quite, you know, lucky in that sense. Um, but yeah, this Macan Malaysia one was one that I've been trying to kind of organise for a while and they, they just kept on getting kicked down the road because something would come up. And I remember in, in January, the first week in January, obviously orders were quiet. So we sat down and we were like, right, this is the time that we can really kind of, you know, put our foot on the on the gas. And, and that was one of the things that we did. And we've got another couple of those lined up. Um, but we have also got busy again because I think people got bored of dry January. I think we saw this go up two weeks into January and I think everyone was like, oh no, it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> not this year. No. Um, I, th- I think that was like a chance to reset everyone's palettes. Uh, I mean, I definitely didn't go dry. No. We didn't go dry. <laughs> no, we um, didn't. But I think a lot of, for a lot of people, they went, I'm going to be healthy for a month. And then as it started to get, every day is the same deja vu. <laughs> Heading towards the end of January, people were like, how many weeks left until I can drink again? <laughs> so I imagine your orders have probably ramped up quite significantly. It's got a bit mad again. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was dying for an event like that for ages because I was I'm used to, um, as, as you know, and other people know, um, I'm from the US and I was used to seeing these US breweries that were doing these these dinner clubs and these and these beer and food pairings and stuff like that and and I was like that is such an amazing idea having that kind of synergy that you're working with local businesses and you're helping to promote each other in a time when everyone kind of needs the help that I was like why am I not hearing more of this happening here and there was a few times I posted like does anyone know about it and the last time I posted you were like yeah we've got something that's coming up and I was like yes finally I was excited (laughs) and it ended up being amazing so are you going to do those type of events again did you say that the food and yeah we've got so I mean that one was I guess it was less of a digital event but more of a um more of a tap yard kind of thing because you know we've got a little bar where we always do lots of kind of really cool things for locals and we were kind of aware that they were missing out a little bit um so we wanted to do a few things that were just for people at the tap yard so we did that and um, we also had our third birthday Zoom as well, which we decided would be just for the tap yard for the people that would normally come drink. So um, we'll, we'll be doing a few more events that are specifically for, for kind of like local people, as well as kind of like kind of like national things. Um, but yeah, you know, we've got lots of kind of like kind of core cool events. Like I said, and you kind of touched on supporting local and independent. Um, that's definitely been something we wanted to do throughout lockdown. Um I don't know if you guys have even attempted our um, escape room that we're doing. <laughs> you have me. So I started it not realising. I think I might have told you, Joe. I yeah. started not realising how long it was and how actually in-depth it was. So I started not thinking about it. It was so cool, but my husband was busy doing something else. And I was like, he was working on his car or something like that. And I was like, I need your help like I can't do this on my own so we sat there for about 15-20 minutes and we went we're gonna have to come back to this um and then we forgot about it so we've never finished it and so I've been trying to I think we're gonna buy it again and we're gonna do it again um and I've been recommending it to people on local pages as well because I'm like you can get a package where you get beer and you get the escape room so it's kind of amazing two for one situation and I I was like I from what I did, it was really unique and really cool. So highly recommend anyone that's looking for something a bit unique and different that likes escape rooms. This was super interactive and it was a really interesting way to do it. Did that, Does this get made specifically for you guys then? Yeah, so this came from a comment because obviously they're, they're an escape room based in Reading and um, they're big fans of Siren. I think uh, they approached us and said that we've got this 
idea and we were like yeah that's that's cool so they they created a, an escape room where it's all based around siren and the branding and, and that um so yeah it's just really fun i think at one point or it might still be um, rated the number one online escape room in the world um, wow. which is cool to come out of <laughs> yeah. um also it's worth noting that at the 10 pound code 100 percent of the proceeds go to them so we don't we don't make any money from that so and it was again it was us trying to help a local business that, that can't open so um yeah if you do buy a code all that money is going to them obviously as you say, you can buy the pack with some beers as well, which I highly <laughs> recommend. <laughs> uh, I say it's more funny when you drink. It's more fun when you drink, isn't it? You get, you get an yeah. even better experience when you've had beers and you're doing an escape room. All of a sudden, you can solve everything. It's great. <laughs> it's super intense, like you say. It's really intricate and hard. And I, I didn't complete either, but I'm, I'm not that intelligent when it comes to stuff <laughs> like that. Any puzzles or riddles, or they just go straight over my head. So, um, but yeah, you know, that again working with local and independent people is really important you know it always has been for siren um so we wanted to kind of keep this um kind of going in our digital events as well um so obviously the uh valentine's beer and cheese pairing was with grumpy goat so we're collaborating with them um we've got a really kind of slightly odd but quite fun um uh, event coming up at the end of the month as well which is a um a whiskey well, it's actually uh, it's an old-fashioned uh, cocktail evening. Oh. Um, it's based around, obviously, our refashioned beer, which is an old-fashioned barley wine. Um, so we teamed up with an independent uh, cocktail company. Um, and you can buy a box, which is you're going to get um, a couple of whiskeys, some cocktail mix, and two of our beers. And we're just going to... There's not an awful... A lot of points to it, apart from everyone gets on Zoom and we just drink cocktails and beer and have a laugh um you so need more of a really point though yeah. <laughs> i think that's a good that sounds like point, a great yeah great reason <laughs> to yeah to kind of talk about um i guess i guess the, the the point of it really is to kind of highlight um how incredible it is that you can make a beer taste like that and you essentially you can take any concept and then create a beer around it but also how incredible our barrel manager steve is you know to essentially make a beer tastes exactly like an old-fashioned um you know it's the highlight so steve will be on the call and he'll be talking about how how he created it and the processes that went into it um because um he sent me an email about it and it, most of it went straight over my head to be honest it's really quite complex um we're also going to have a cocktail expert on there who's going to help us make some old fashions but also talk about kind of the flavors and the combinations and pairings so that that would be great fun it's more about you know the uh, the idea and concept of taste and flavors um and really what you can do and, and how you perceive it um as opposed to really our beer so you know that's going to be that's completely different but you know again pairing up with a kind of an independent business i think by the time this episode comes out that that won't have happened yet because that's on the 27th 26 yeah one of i know it's after my payday that's because i was like <laughs> Working out the um, yeah, spending. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, oh, when when do I get paid? Um, um, yeah, 26th is on, yeah. I was gonna say, I think I think it's coming out. This episode will be coming out before that. So hopefully, if anyone's interested in that, they can go check that out. Um awesome. so Joe, do you have any I've got some questions, but do you have any questions? I'm gonna crack open the, the milk stand. Um I I don't have any questions. <laughs> I have a I have a suggestion for a for what I like actually that leads on quite well from this. Um because we were talking about what other digital events we want to see. Um uh-huh. and the one that I'd like to see is I I would like to see um your person that blends like do a lesson in blending and how they how they put together those beers and like see the barrel store and things cuz that's my that's my jam working out yeah. how you do all of that i'd love to see that yeah that's well, i have a look into it for sure yeah. yeah um yeah i mean so you know our barrel store is pretty impressive um if you've if you've not been to it um you know we must have about around about 400 active barrels there at the moment with amazing you know, any any barrel you can think of with any beer you can think of in there um and it is really the process is really intense and you know i um i don't, I didn't know anything really about it before I joined Siren and 
I'm learning as much as I possibly can. But the more I learn, the more I think, wow, this is there's more to learn than I, you know, <laughs> it's like a never ending kind of like rabbit yeah. hole. So yeah. that would be great fun. Yeah, that would be really good fun. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about it the other night, and, yeah. and and she was like, "Have they ever done that? Where like you yeah. can actually see the blend?" I was like, "No, so I don't think so." I was like, "You've you shown the spin bot when you do the spin bot stuff and and that kind of stuff." I was like, "I don't think they've ever shown like proper blending or or any of the barrel stuff." Well, we've got we've got our annual maiden blend coming up, so that would make. There we sense. go. Look, that look that pairs quite <laughs> nicely, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. And it oh. led on from the it led on from the the, from the fashion top yeah. to that. It's brilliant. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. You guys have an Instagram account now for the barrel store, don't you? Yeah, so follow at Siren Barrels is essentially a daily post about um, what what's going in there. And um, we we definitely kind of ramped up our barrel releases towards the end of last year, and I think this year is going to be similar. There's going to be quite a bit coming coming from there. Um, I think there's no just the one so far I'll, I'll, I'll refashioned, but you know there's there's a lot planned. Obviously, you've got Maiden, and I know of at least one more, um, and that's within the first couple of months. So um, I think it's going to be Steve's going to be very busy. Um, <laughs> it's good fun, but yeah, no. If you follow out Siren Barrels, you can kind of see um, see everything that's going on there. So be exciting stuff then to look out for. Even though, despite yeah. <laughs> been down to the tap yard quite a lot. I've never actually done a brewery tour there. I've never looked at the barrel store or anything like that. And and then obviously COVID happens. So that definitely wasn't going to happen. So when it all opens up again, I have to go back and do like a proper, yeah, yeah. proper tour and all that, because that would be pretty good and interesting to see, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, we were talking about um, the whole reason that came up as well is we were, I constantly message Joe and go, <laughs> I've had an incredible thought. <laughs> Like, listen to my incredible thoughts and then I said oh when when Matt comes on we can we can pitch him our amazing ideas <laughs> <for him. laughs> like yeah yeah like we could pitch him these amazing event ideas and that was Joanne's one and I was like oh, that's pretty good I like it yeah 100% <laughs> yeah. um in terms of events that you plan do you have a particular type of event that you like to plan more than another or is it all just sort of it's all just fun for you, the keeping it interesting, trying different different types. Yeah, I I guess so. We've we've also been doing a lot of virtual tastings, and this again was something I I kind of stumbled upon. And again, I don't want to say we were definitely the first brewery, but I know we were pretty early at doing it, and I know that because essentially when we started advertising it, my inbox went mad, and people were saying we were googling virtual beer tastings and nothing else was coming up and you know I know since then there's been a few other breweries that have announced that that they can you know going to start doing them but again this was this is actually a company came to me and pitched me said that this is what we want to do you know we want to have some people on um, we're going to do like a little webinar and then we want someone to come on and drink beers and talk about them can, can you do that and it was something I hadn't done but I was like yeah absolutely so um I think they had about 65 people sign up. So we sent them all a box of beer and you know, I came on and talked about the beer for kind of 60 minutes and they came back to it and said, you know, it was incredible. We want to book some more. So I thought, I said to Andy, like, this is definitely a thing, you know. So we quickly got about to making a, a, a web a page for it and the little kind of PDF that we could send to businesses. Um, and then kind of fast forward um, to now, I think, I think my last count is over 2,000 people in total I've I've had on these tastings. Wow. Um, I think about 78 since mid-November. Um, and at one point, there was one week where I did three a day, every day of the week over Christmas because um, people loved them and it was like a Christmas party for them. So, you know, we'd had a lot of businesses that were kind of coming to us and saying that we've all had a rubbish year. We just want to treat our staff to something nice um so yeah they all come on zoom they get sent a box of beer and we i just sit here and, and talk about it and everyone has a bit of fun and you no know, they're great to, they're, they're great to, to do because to just see the joy on people's faces that they can see the people they would have seen in the office have a beer with them and have a laugh but also you know learn a little bit about beer um and, and yeah they're, they're fantastic and 
I think I spend 50% of my day just organising those. Um, I've got a lot to do. I think 36 I've got to do this month, last wow. count. Oh, that's um, brilliant, though. Yeah. That's such a demand for that. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. And, you know, not only is it, you know, a good kind of way for us to get a little bit of revenue in and sell a bit of beer, so it helps us out in that point. But, you know, um, to talk about the brand and... And, or even you know some people really don't care about the brand but you know to talk about the history of beers and you know to make people think a little bit more about what they're drinking and or even the reason that they've paid three pounds for a beer um you know that, that there is a reason it's not we don't just you know we're not just hipsters that charge twice as much for beer like, there is... <laughs> depends on who you ask that you know, <laughs> some people just go like oh you'll just charge it i, I stick with my, my one quid a can and you're like oh. yeah yeah. And that's absolutely fine. I think everyone, you know, that's fine. If that's what you want from there, then, then yeah. go for it. Yeah. But, you know, this is, this is, this is kind of elevated, you know. Um, I did one, again, complete novices. Um, and I always ask, you know, what's your level? Or, you know, we've had a few, you know, I've had a, I've had a punk IPA before or something like that. So they've had, at least they know what it is. So I have a bit of fun. I send them, I send them the barley wine. Um, and you know you know people's journeys into craft beer they always start at like a pale ale and work their way up I think if someone had given me a barley wine as my first ever craft beer I probably would have recoiled and thought what is going on is I that? definitely would have yeah. I would have been like no <laughs> they, I still love- struggle with barley wine <laughs> They loved, I think they loved it, but I think the reason they loved it was because they never thought beer could taste like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, just talking about the flavours. So I absolutely love doing those because I get paid to sit on Zoom and drink beer with people <laughs> and tell them about it. And I could talk about beer for hours. So, yeah. Um, but also just, yeah, even just coming up with the, the stupid ideas, you know, that, you know, beer and cheese valentine's evening like i think when i first thought about it i was like no one's going to want to do that for valentine's but like i thought you know actually it's something different you know it just breaks up the monotony and you've had emails people emailing in saying you know this is amazing in fact we've actually sold out two weeks before valentine's and we might be able to release some more and we just have to figure out if we can buy that much cheese (laughs) Um, that's the problem we can sell the ticket i just need to buy and get all the cheese um, so you're gonna, gonna figure that out see this week, but yeah, there's gonna be a hundred people on that. Wow! So it's gonna, be, gonna be calamitous. It's gonna be great <laughs> It's perfect though, isn't it? Because uh, normally, like you were saying, people have like a nice romantic meal if that's what you're into. You, you have like a nice meal, and this is quite nice because it's not a meal. It's a that could be sort of your starter, or if you like, and then you or, or your your pudding. You can either eat first and then do it, or you can do that first and then have a nice meal after. It's not that that's going to be sort of your core meal. So it's yeah, exactly, and it's well you know what? thing. It's just a bit. It's just a bit of fun, and you know, and um, I was talking to my Becky, my fiance, about it, and I was like, if they're like me, like, and don't take this wrong, I'm kind of bored of you because I see you every single day. <laughs> And you know, and you just think this way people can have Valentine's with a group of people where you can like, it's almost like being in a massive, because I mean, 100 tickets, that's 200 people on, on, on this Zoom. Um, and it's going to be great fun. And I think it would just be nice to be amongst people who have the atmosphere and, you know, rather than just another night with the person you live with. <laughs> yes. Just recreating that community that we're all missing at the minute from the pub and the tap room and everything, isn't it? And festivals, because we haven't been able to do that. It's nice that yeah. we can still get together in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's taking that kind of social aspect that we're all mm. missing, that we're all kind of craving, I think, um, in, in a sense. So, um, so yeah, I think um, I just love doing all events, to be, to be honest. There's, um, <laughs> there's not a right question, a right answer for that just any events really they're they're all great fun so so do you think then sort of after things get back to a bit more normalcy and we can all start going back out again do you think that you guys will continue to do these digital events sort of intermixed with in-person events like because I think 
we think it's quite important because I think this this has helped also call out people that might have social anxiety um, and and not as comfortable going out with a bunch of strangers if their partner's not into craft beer and they don't have craft beer friends, but they like craft beer and they're a bit more you know socially conscious about going by themselves somewhere or you know you've got someone that can't travel as easily or they're still a bit more vulnerable when things start going back to normal do you think you'll continue to do these type of events yeah I think so so kind of going back to that you know the, the traveling and that um I'm from Kent as well Joanne and I, I, know, I know your pain that there's very very little kind of I'm not going to say good beer, but there's not a lot of craft beer if that's what you're into. Yes, that's yeah, that is the key. There's there's beer, just there's mm. not a huge amount of craft beer available, regularly in ta- in you know in the tap room or anything. Yeah, and you know, I, I kind of I used to go to um, the bottle shop, rest in peace, when it when it was open. Yeah. that was probably the closest thing, and it was still yep. train ride. But that yeah, that yeah. totally went. And now so now a little brewery from deal called dockers has actually taken over their slot in the good shed in canterbury right. and they've now got I, I haven't been to it yet but i saw the other day that they've they've basically got a bottle shop in there and i was like that's probably our only like proper bottle shop in my area of, at where i could get craft beer like i could just go and buy it rather than order it yeah. from the internet absolutely so you know there's definitely that aspect but um yeah. also uh, kind of at the end of last year and Tori, I don't know whether you saw this, but um, again, this is another idea I came up with, and it was uh, basically the concept of a hybrid event. Um, and this was Siren in Liverpool that I kind of came up with, where we combined um, digital talks, so I did Instagram talks with three different breweries within Liverpool. We also combined that with, um, we did almost like a beer and food pairing tasting thing, um, a, a restaurant um, in in Liverpool, as well as a tap takeover that we did physically. So there was a physical aspect to it. Um, there was a an event aspect, but it was like a because it was a like a beer and food pairing. Like it was going on a week, so you didn't have to be there at a certain time. You could do it when you want, and they just kind of had all our beers on and paired it. Um, lots of different kind of micro pubs and, and bottle shops got a load of our beer in especially and they were doing you know, special offers um, and then we had the physical tap takeover so um, and it was like a, well let's try it because I think this would be quite fun because there's a bit for everything and like you say if you have social anxiety and you just want to order in a beer from a brewery um, and sit at home and drink it um, you know and watch along you can if you really like going out you can do that um, if you like going out but you don't want to be somewhere at a specific time, go to that restaurant, try some beers. So it had all those kind of different aspects and it was trying to include as many different people as we possibly could. But we also had this overarching thing that was there to highlight Liverpool as a as a destination, not, not only just for beer, but for culture, you know, as a food scene, kind of, you know, any, you know, museums, there was like culture going on. So it was a it basically there was a bit of everything in there and it was you know it was I wasn't sure if it was going to work and you know it took a good three weeks kind of to like really kind of plan it out even just on a small scale and you know everyone loved it um all the breweries got involved and they said it was great um and we did have plans to do the same in Brighton and it was meant to be um pretty much this week uh, but we've had to move that but you know I think um for me, I think the future is in these hybrid events. And, you know, I, you know, I was so glad that we kind of gave it a go and tried it because we learned a lot from it. Um, and we are in a position where we can just hit go for the next one. Um, and there's going to be so much going on. Um, so, yeah, the, I think probably the future is in the, these hybrid events where you can get and you can get in as involved as you want, really. Um, so there's a bit of everything for everyone. But, you know, it's not always just about the beer either because – it's also about supporting the whole of hospitality as well. So, yeah, so if, I, if I remember correctly, I do remember that because um, that's when Joanna told you. It's basically, I took my husband and my dog and I got them in the car and we went down to the tap yard and that's where I had the Melissa Colch. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going, this is so good. I was like, you need to get this. Yeah. You need to get this. You guys were sold out of the cans or else I would have bought it. Yeah. So I, could, I was like, I said to my husband, 
we're going down the tap yard. He was like, let's take the dog. I was like, okay, go sit outside. I was like, because I need to try this specific beer because it sounds amazing. <laughs> and it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. And um, I remember at the time, you guys, I don't know if it was intentional or unintentional, but I think we were sort of in tier two. They were kind of still properly locked down. So it was a way, sort of, whether intentional or not, that you guys could help out a community that was struggling maybe a bit more than we were in Berkshire because we had a little bit more free movement. We could still go drink down at the tap yard, whereas people in Liverpool kind of couldn't at that point so much. Yeah, it was kind of a little bit of that. I mean, they've been planning, like I say, I've been planning for a while and they were kind of teetering and, you know, we were always going to go through with it. Um, even if some of the physical events in Liverpool had to be cancelled because, um, you know, it was a, it was a way of kind of like talking, helping out other breweries. So yeah, we had, um, we had beer from the breweries that we spoke to on our workshop and, and we had the Neptune beer in our, in our tap yard. Um, yeah, unfortunately halfway through, they did have to lock down. Um, but we still, you know, got most of the events done, you know, it was unfortunate I couldn't go, but I think it was quite obvious that was never going to be possible um but we had one of our sales reps there at the time and so she was able to go and, and kind of represent siren so yeah it was a, it was a bit of everything but yeah it was quite it was quite nice that we were able to help out um uh you know a, a city that was that was really kind of struggling with you know with the with the current situation and, and support support hospitality in in that city as well you know because at the time we were in a, a much better place yeah no it's, it's kind of Back to what we were saying a minute ago about when we kind of come out of lockdown, you know, what's going to do. Joanne pitched you her idea for an event. I was thinking when we come out of lockdown, my idea for, I've got a million ideas and (laughs) they're all great ideas. But the one that I was thinking was when we come out of lockdown, you guys, given you've got Elusive literally right across from you, you guys should do some type of like small Berkshire based beer festival and food festival because you could just take over the whole estate we could go for a walk through the woods you could have like a disco at the end of the night when we can all be back around each other again and then you can have your base and elusive as their own bases and that would be really cool in my opinion to get everyone read in way sort of over it's a few new people that have popped up like crafty cats that's what i think you guys do that's my idea yeah no that would be really good fun i think um what we're kind of struggling with and you know i've been having kind of preliminary talks with a lot of the big beer festivals um is just I want them to happen so much um but you know are they going to happen you know not, not entirely sure and it's really difficult to plan something and kind of spend a lot of time and energy into it um which I think is why these kind of um I mean the digital events yes but also these hybrid events are great because if you know if the physical part of it gets cancelled then you know, you can just roll with it and move on. Whereas these kind of physical things, um, yeah, fingers crossed. I'm, I'm really, really hoping that um, we're out of this soon. I mean, I'm supposed to be going to Mauritius to get married in, in the oh, future. Yeah. So oh. we're not entirely sure. Yeah. Take three, whether we lose yeah. I'm lucky. Um, so, I, you know, I'm really kind of crossing all fingers that kind of in May, April, we might be able to, but um yeah I think everyone's going to be so um I don't know just so keen to do something and we've probably turned something like that over pretty quickly I'd, I'd imagine yeah. <laughs> it's not like we'll be doing anything else no. <laughs> no well fingers crossed for for the next chance <laughs> yeah didn't let it go through that time yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I guess before we go on to the one last bit we don't want to keep you for too long if you could plan whatever event say budget for siren obviously uh no budget but keep it a bit realistic <laughs> the one event that you'd want to plan what would it be i i think it would it would include as many of those aspects that i love so it, it would probably look like it would probably look something like a small music festival with food and great beer um you know and, and getting in proper stages and you know and things like that and great bands and things I think that would be great, you know, and I know we, we obviously we've done some some festivals at Siren and, you know, we've had, you know, five, six hundred people there all drinking beer and there's been, you know, some music and stuff like that. But it'd be like taking that to the next level. Um, 
what I'm just looking forward to is when I can plan an actual event. Um, so I think for me, the first thing is to just be able to go to a beer festival um, and plan Siren to be there. Uh, I, I would I would take that. Um, maybe somewhere abroad because I have you know we've not gone holiday, so maybe um, Siren you know, abroad. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. We're all going. <laughs> yeah, just rent out a plane like Rudolphian or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah, love that. Um, yeah, or just even you know. Um, Cigar City's Invitational in Tampa. Yeah, sign me up for that. (laughs) (laughs) That would be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so we won't keep you too much longer, but we thought it would be really fun to see if you could guess your own beer in a Name That Beer segment. So if we read you the back of the can descriptions of a few different beers, will you be able to tell what they are? Are you ready for that challenge? Oh, God. I'm going to fail this. <laughs> That's all right. You, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll, we'll even start off easy. Uh, Joe, do you, do you want to pick one? Oh, am I starting off easy? I'll let right, you start. On. I'll let oh, you I'll start. A different one. Right. <laughs> did you pick a really difficult one? And then went, oh, maybe not that one. <laughs> yeah, I did. Right. Um, uh, this beer pours with an inviting haze while big-hitting American hops deliver fruit notes in abundance and a trademark resinous finish. <laughs> this is the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> we were wondering how you would know it. Does it sound yeah, like? it yes. sounds like yes. well, well done. done. <laughs> and, and I've got next to me my Soundwave face mask. On. Ooh, nice. Got <laughs> I've got the three-pack for anyone that wants face masks they are very fashionable my husband insisted that he not have the pink one i was like oh for goodness (laughs) it's purple and then he's like i'll take any of the other ones um so he got the black one instead (laughs) that's it you're not allowed to have the blue or the purple one that's it you're banned to be fair my husband would have said the same so (laughs) he was like can i just not have that one and i was like (laughs) (laughs) i was like that was brilliant that is mine I was like, here, you get you get the plain black one that doesn't even have a lady on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, next one. Let's see. Hmm. Um, right. Second ever black IPA. An onslaught of tropical fruit, citrus and resinous aromas will leave you questioning the pitch black pour. The malt base is minimal on the roast notes you may expect from a dark beer. Does bring a delicate toasty background allowing citra mosaic and azaka hops to work their magic i know this one it's the tip of my tongue because it's not like we've done many black ipas either so <laughs> that's why i picked this one <laughs> i know and like oh i should know this one shouldn't i what was it called do you want me to give you a hint yeah go on i think it's also the name of a song that a uh a hard, a UK, I'd call it maybe hardcore band has done. I'm not sure that helps. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick myself when I hear this, aren't I? Do you want us to tell you? Yeah, go on. It's in the belly of a shark. That's it. Oh, because <laughs> it was, yeah. That was right at the start of last year as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I notoriously don't like black IPAs. Sacrilege. <gasps> Um, I think I probably had that one. Um, well, I picked I that one because it was one I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that's going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more. Joanne, you go next one. Right. Um, expect caramel, honey, nuttiness, chocolate, coffee, and subtle smokiness all coming through with refined depth. Rich residual sugars balance the oak tannins to keep the beer drinkable, moorish, and spectacularly favoursome. That's very well crafted. It's very well crafted. Whoever <laughs> writes these Smith. does a very yeah. good job. Yeah. I was thinking right at the start there was affogato, but it's definitely No, I wouldn't ask that one because I feel like <laughs> Talk about that one enough, and if I had asked you that one, Joanne would be like, "Really? You're talking about I forgot to guess." 
<laughs> we both, just FYI, yeah, yeah. we both picked that as our favourite ice cream pail. Yeah, we did. did we oh, really? And it was it both was in so our, it, we both had it in our top 10 beers of the top year as well. Top beers of the year, so. yeah. Because I could drink that all the time. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. But anyways, you should know this one because you were definitely working at Siren when this came out. <laughs> <laughs> when was I? When when did it, when was it released? Give me a clue. When when did it come out? March twenty twenty. Oh, okay. So it was right at the start of the year. Oh. Ish, right at the sort of start of lockdowny times. Pre lockdown, but it's not. It's not shattered dream. I know that. I'm just <laughs> thinking of all our dark beers that we've had. It's definitely not a shout. We're definitely going to kick yourself, I think, when she tells you which one it is. Did we say it's? It could be the. It could be one of the broken dream variants. I will give you a hint. It's not a broken dream variant. Ah, I was going to say all the ones I've come up with are broken dream variants. (laughs) Um, want Joanne to tell you? Yeah, go on. (laughs) Origin story. Oh, that's one of my favourite beers as well. <laughs> I was like, I know for a fact you were working there at this point because yeah. I know that it definitely came out probably not, it, it came out not long either before or long after. Well, it didn't come out long, long before Lumina, did it? No, again, like it's it's been an absolute, I, I think in terms of if you ask me about beers that came out, I could probably name the last six weeks because mm. I think the rest of everything's a blur. blur all right I'll give you one, one more of my easy one I'll give <laughs> you one yeah I'm gonna like just throw this one to you <laughs> you have to get this one right uh smooth unctuous and moorish it's brewed with milk sugar for balance and mouthfeel along with a carefully selected espresso from London's Limpson and Sons it's gotta be broken dream isn't it hey broken dream <laughs> Well done. Well done. <laughs> two for four, and two of them were really hard. Well, yeah, yeah, two of them. I should have got better the shark because, yeah, it was the only black <laughs> IPA I think that we did last year. So, but I just thought, well, there's only two, so I was thinking you might be able to narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I got two. I don't feel as, as bad now. <laughs> because it, to be fair, it's quite it's quite a difficult uh, uh, round that we do. But we thought it would just be interesting to see how well people know their own beers. Have you got like a leaderboard? You're only the second one to do it, but so, um, Andy from Three Hills got all of his right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he got one wrong. Oh, no, he got one wrong. He, he, he got, got one wrong. wrong he, oh, he did he get one wrong. That's right, one wrong. Yeah. That's particular number yes. of release. He said, Yeah, he got the release oh, right. Six or something. <laughs> yeah, he got the beer right. He didn't get which release version it was. And to be fair to him, yeah. literally the description was like cryo six and yeah. <laughs> and citra hops. And he just Yeah. I think it's this one. And we're like, oh my God, how'd you get that? <laughs> that's it. We're starting a leaderboard now. So that's right. Yeah, that's it. We weren't gonna do a leaderboard, but now we're we going are. to now. I was gonna say, as long as I'm not gonna be bottom of it by the <laughs> You're not, well, yeah, we'll, don't worry, we'll get some more people on. We'll yeah. really difficult ones. I'll rig it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to hold you up any longer do you want to plug any events so this will be coming out i think the 22nd joe is that yeah it? i think that sounds about right so is there anything you want to plug and let us know what your socials are and all that that people can find you on and then we'll um yeah i mean we've got loads of stuff that we're planning nothing's kind of confirmed apart from the whiskey event so um so that that we you know hopefully will still be available to buy um you'll, you'll get enough to make uh, cocktails and that for two so again you could do it as, as a couple's thing um, apart from that we've got some really exciting beers coming up um, I'll be our third ever Black IPA comes out this Friday That's exciting. Um, which is um, which is a collaboration with Andy um, and I can tell you this because um, I won't get told off to tell you before it's released because this will come out after um, <laughs> it's called Zombies Ain't My Neighbours um and it's got a really awesome label it's probably my favorite ever label i'm obviously gonna get that because obviously <laughs> elusive for anyone that doesn't know elusive so zombies ate my neighbors is a super it's a retro video game elusive does a lot of retro arcade style artwork so that's probably like a perfect collab for you guys to do um yeah yeah i mean obviously you know andy loves black IPAs, and i'm hoping that i enjoy one <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to have to do this one live on Instagram on Friday if we yeah, <laughs> do it. So I'm going to have to be like, mm, yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Andy's absolutely lovely as well. He's such a nice guy as I'm well. Sure that, I'm sure we'll be able, be able to talk for hours on that. I know. Um, and then we do have uh, one kind of cool release we've got coming up, um, which is due out this month, hopefully kind of on the 19th. Um, there's a nitro version of Shattered Dream which is going to be incredible. Obviously going to need both of those. (laughs) I was wondering what was going to be coming out with Elusive. So I'm like, oh, what have you guys done? I'm so excited. So now I'm going to have to pick that up. Joanne, I'm obviously going to have to get you one. Yeah. (laughs) You love black IPAs. I love black IPAs. So it's going to happen. She's basically just my siren mule. (laughs) And all the Shattered Dream have always been really good. You've done so many of them now as well. So yeah, I just pick her up once and I'm like, I'm just looking at all the releases, Tori, and I think you're going to be very, you're going to be broke by the end of the month. I know. I feel like you're She's already spent all her beer money. <laughs> no, no, I have a separate pot set aside oh, for like the siren pot. releases because I know you guys do like two-ish a week. But if you if you do too many barrel age ones, you are definitely going to bank. <laughs> Older back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, where can people find you guys on the socials? Um, so obviously you can buy kind of buy beers direct from us at cyclecraftbrew.com. Um, also though I'd urge anyone that's got a local bottle shop near them that stock our beers to definitely support the local bottle shops. Um, a Hoppy Place is a great one off the top of my head. Um, Hop Knocker and Craft Metropolis, depending on where you're based, but you know they will deliver. Um, at Siren Barrels, obviously for our barrel store. Um, at Siren Craft Brew, you'll be able to find. Um, most of you know most of us are you'll be able to find that on instagram um and twitter um, and if you want to follow me i wouldn't it's just pictures of my cat and a few beers <laughs> mainly. um That's but great. i'm um, <laughs> i'm at siren Matt, uh on instagram um but yeah those of those of cool kind of stuff come up and um, also sign up for our newsletter as well if you go onto our website because you get first dibs on all the releases so I'd imagine that uh, Nitro Shattered Dream will probably go pretty quickly. Yep, and the amount of people that wanted uh, the Omnipolo that was coming out, it's obviously still available, the collab that you guys did with Omnipolo. Oh, Macken, yeah, that's yeah. incredible. The amount of people that, when the pre-releases came out, were like, can you send me the email? Can you? And I was like, no, you need to sign up for the newsletter. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go order them, and you can sign up for the newsletter. <laughs> I had a day off today, actually. I kind of feel sorry for the guys because I think they had the amount of orders that came over the weekend. I think it's been quite a manic day. Really. <laughs> um, I'll find out when they go in tomorrow. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> right. All right. We won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been thank a lovely conversation. You, You're welcome. Cool. Yay. Yay. That was it. Thank awesome. you again for coming That's on. Right, that was pretty good. That was <laughs> we really could, good. We could talk for yeah. hours. Yeah. And we were really good at not We didn't go off on a tangent tonight. That was really good. Normally we go off and start talking about something and then we end up. We'd be like, crumpets. <laughs> what yes. do you think about crumpets? Yes or no? <laughs> I love crumpets, so that would have been a spot. A good question. Right, that's it. We know for next time. We'll have to get you back on. We'll have to yeah. talk crumpets. Because we're crumpets. <laughs> crumpet, and, crumpet and beer pairings. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Or making crumpets out of beer. Oh, I'm going to have to do it, but making crumpets is really hard. <laughs> I've never even tried it. Yeah, I do it's like hard. the idea of a crumpet and beer pairing, though. That does sound mad. Yeah, because we put different toppings on to go with different beers. we're gonna do this now (laughs) comes come summer you do like a lot of uh, matt you do a lot of like barbecue and beer stuff don't you yeah that's it come summer we'll have to have you back on we'll be like here's some top tips for barbecue yeah (laughs) i love barbecue i've got some incredible um i've got a smoker and i um managed to acquire some um some bourbon uh, whiskey barrel staves that have one of our stouts in um, so I'm gonna pick those up and use it to smoke some meat, and it's gonna be all bourbon and stouty. Oh wow! That's gonna be that's amazing. Gonna be amazing. I've got a smoker, and I have tried twice to smoke on it, and I failed twice to smoke on it. I was about to say you'll have to teach me how to do it because I've always wanted to do it. But if you can't do it, then don't. I can me. tell you how to fail at doing it if you'd like to know how to not smoke. I think it's. I mean, I've only done it. I haven't done it that many times. It's, 
difficult yeah I, I think the panic was everyone was saying don't do anything that involves because last summer everyone was going because of covid don't do things that involve a lot of smoke so i wasn't right. anytime there was like a heavy amount of smoke i was panicking going oh my god my neighbors are gonna hate me so yeah. i'm really careful about what i was doing yeah, <laughs> so it's like the summer that's it it's on i mean i can wave it at you and be like <laughs> yeah, what are you doing i'm not saying great. things to fire <laughs> Tastes really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. We'll let you go. We don't want to keep you too yeah. Thank you Thanks, so guys. much again. Yeah, thank you. It's been great. <laughs> so there you have it. That was our interview with Matt, the events manager at Siren. He's lovely. He's so lovely. He's such a nice yeah. man. He's so nice. I mean, it's a collaborative effort. Yeah. You know, it's a group effort. But yeah, he's he's absolutely lovely. Um, obviously, you know, I love Siren in general. So. Do you? I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but I do like <laughs> quite a bit. Oh, God. Um, she's, so... uh, she's flashing her Siren Caribbean chocolate cake T-shirt, just for those that can't see, and her Siren glasses, for those that can't see. And I already put the face masks away, so <laughs> not here anymore. Um, but, yeah, no, he's absolutely lovely. Everyone that works in the tap yard has always, from my experience, been absolutely lovely. Um, just really good staff all around and I know I get a lot of flat from people that just say oh you're recommended things because you love siren so much so no, they're good beer reason I love it because their beers are so quality and they just are very well executed that's why I recommend them so much and it helps that the staff are also very very nice so um definitely get orders in for the events I think you mentioned the, the whiskey sort of tasting they've got refashioned beer with a whiskey tasting of an old-fashioned uh so if that's still available that should be by the time this comes out have a few days if you don't already have it get on that because i think it's going to be really good i think i might do it <laughs> yeah i think i want to do it i just want to i just want to um hear about how steve blended it i want to that's that's making my geeky beer heart really happy <laughs> <laughs> and i just want to drink whiskey yeah and beer so that's got me happy so (laughs) Uh, so big big thank you to matt and siren for coming on to our little podcast um tori if people want to talk to you about your fangirling of siren where can they get hold of you yeah if they want any recommendations on what's the best siren booze to buy at the moment you can find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism and where can they find you joanne if you want to talk to me i am a woman's brew on facebook instagram and twitter um, you can find my beer school where you can come and learn more about beer just like matt was talking about that is love beer learning and we are at love beer learning on facebook instagram and twitter we are also on pinterest we're on the tiki tockies um and you can come to our website www.lovebeerlearning.co.uk or you can email me for the beer school or for the podcast at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com get in contact today cool until next time Cheers. Cheers.